0: comment and share. Wonderful day, and then oh, we're live. Hey, hey, everyone! <laughs> with with my main man El Kuko himself, aka CJ, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast is crispy and clean. And talking about clean, CJ, I know you, we kicked off sober October, brother. Are we want to talk about that real quick.
1: I did. I went live last night, V. I wasn't. I know wasn't, I wasn't planning to. It was a crazy busy night, and I was at home. And I and I know you told me to, and I didn't. I didn't go. Didn't go crazy. Uh, but the wife was like hey let's just let's just go grab a quick bite somewhere whatever so i was sitting there at the bar i'm like you know i have to have just just one just to say one, hey it's over one with so little i did taste. that just one little taste yep it and makes so i got tingle <laughs> yeah i got home and i jumped in the discord channel and a few people were hanging out there and i started the the the, the channel for for the you know sober october so so this is this is the plan like you know, through all of this, right? Like we, we all have to find ways of leveling up. Like, you know, we, we talk about this, like, you know, all the time up in our game, right? Like, you know, leveling up, we, we gotta, we gotta up things up. And now's the time to be really focused on your individual health. Cause if you don't have your health, you don't have wealth. So get after it. So the, the game plan is this for the month of October to, to give up something an addiction. It could be gaming. It could be nicotine. It could be tobacco. It could be, you know, alcohol, like I'm doing in this situation, but has to be accompanied with a fitness goal as well so a a daily exercise of some sort no matter what it is either a a brisk walk playing tennis swimming whatever your forte is and and make this a goal for october
0: so uh
1: sober october baby
0: that's that's the plan sober october if you you know take care of your wealth and your health otherwise you'll be put on a shelf that's it (laughs) (laughs) Siege, uh, lots of things going on. We, we didn't have Velas today. He's, uh, you know, He was out today, but uh, I think we have him back next week, right? Or- yeah, Velas will be back next week. Next week. He, Excellent. He, yep, yep, he will definitely be back. And then right after this show, we have Harley next, so make sure you guys don't go anywhere. Harley Schlanger will be next. And with that all said, also check out our paid sponsors, MyCBDEdibles.com, MyCBDEdibles.com, for all your CBD edible goodness. Guys, this week they are running that special Rogue 25. Type in the Rogue 25 as a coupon code. That's going to get you not 10, not 15, not 20, but 25% off a monster sale going on right now. Go there, mycbdedibles.com. There is always a product for you to try out, whether it's a delectable treat for yourself or for your pooch, or you want some coffee, or you want to try the Delta 8. Whatever it is, there it is right there in Clouds by Design. If you're If you're a vapor and you want to get the best kind of vape, clean, clean vape, clean. With the best form, getting the best absorption. Go check it out, um, mycbtables.com. Like, I and they also got those new crispy bars, man. Tell me about the crispy bars. Like, like, are, they, are they like blah, 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 blah. are they like Rice Krispies?
1: Yeah. So so Sterling, who uh, heads up the the some edibles division, and in, infusing you know his product with uh, delta eight, and and he's also working on. I've seen the list of things that he has planned. The guy, is super talented, been in the, in the restaurant culinary industry for several several years. I mean you name it, the guy can, can, can fix it. So we just started with some of the products that some of the shops were asking us for here locally, you know, so, so, so gummies, some rice krispies. But as I mentioned to him, I'm like, if you think about some of the health benefits, you know, people are kind of getting away from some of the sugary base, so much of the, the infused stuff people are asking for, you know, more of a, of a cleaner product. I guess we could say that. Um, so yeah, so he's, we're going to be designing some, some healthy, some very healthy edible treats that are in the pipeline as well. So, but for now we have the cocoa crispy treats. Uh, we also have a, a, a fruity pebbles, a cinnamon one. That's just, just phenomenal. I've, I've seen he's making this marshmallow uh, mm. chocolate one that just got finished. I don't have the image up yet on, on the, on the, uh, my edibles. So, so yeah. So really exciting things as we ramp up the fourth quarter of this year, heading into 2022. V. love it. That's awesome.
0: And with that all I said, Siege, what is the, what do you want to hit, man? There's a few things on the radar screen that we'll talk about. Um, you want to talk about the new horse pill that uh, Merck is working on? I mean, honestly, Merck is working. You know, one of the largest uh, pharmaceutical companies in the world, Merck, is working. They announced Friday that an experimental KUF pill is being developed to reduce hospitalizations and death by 50% in people recently infected with the COF. The company will soon ask health officials in the U.S. and abroad to authorize the use of the drug. And it will probably be um, 100% approved. Isn't it funny, Siege, right? Not only is Merck working on this and they're doing the trials, and they had to cut the trials short. You know why, Siege? Why is that? Because it was actually damn effective. The drug was incredibly effective that it became a a, 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 a uh, an, uh, an ethical issue to keep people on a placebo, because the damn drug was so damn effective at eliminating the Koof. And isn't it funny that Merck is doing this on hot on the heels of Pfizer, who all of a sudden is also working on a, a pill to handle the Koof? And see, isn't it funny also that the Pfizer pill, which I also estimate the Merck pill also, is going to be some sort of a derivative based on our famous horse dewormer you realize that, Siege?
1: Yeah, yep, yep. It's you in so the same, same drug class. Why they don't in want the same to drug take class. It because, look,
0: the patents ran out on the horse pill, okay? The patents are out. The, the pharmaceutical companies ain't going to make money on it. Their stupid jabs, okay, don't work. And it, was, it wasn't working right. The, it, it doesn't seem to be as effective as they claim it to be. Now, then, plus massive pushback globally. It seems that there's a few places in Australia where they seem to have discovered, you know, the men in Australia, while probing on the floor in the middle of the dark, you know, during a shutdown and quarantine, have somehow magically found their balls underneath the couch and are actually starting standing up and starting to resist the insanity that is happening. The Aussie women also are starting to realize that this is not the type of life that they'd want for their progeny. They're out in the street protesting this thing. It's happening all over the world, all over Europe, all over Israel, here in the United States, even in New York City. People are out there in droves, in mass. Well, let's be honest here. I mean, uh, Ron, did you see the video of uh, Ron Paul grilling the uh, guy who was selected to to run the uh, uh, the HHS, Human Health Services? Did you see Yeah. No, no, no medical background at all. They're right. They're he's, right. he's a None. lawyer. He's yeah. a lawyer. That's who you have running in, in your government, folks. Lawyers, not diplomats, not statesmen, not scientists, not engineers, not I, businessmen, but lawyers.
1: I have that right here, V. If you, if you, yeah, want yeah cue to. it up, man. All right, all right uh, sure, give me have- one second. Let me get through this. I always forget to log into, and I hate to get, do anything premium with YouTube because you know all their freaking the shenanigans. Here we go.
2: Was actually that had uh, two point five million patients and found that the vaccinated group was actually seven times more likely to get infected with COVID than the people who had gotten COVID naturally? Senator, I'd have to get back to you on that one. I'm not familiar with that study. Well, you think you might want to be, if you're going to travel the country, insulting the uh, millions of Americans, including NBA star Jonathan Isaac, who have had COVID recovered, look at a study with 2.5 million people and say, well, you know what? It looks like my immunity is as good as a vaccine or not. In a free country, maybe I ought to be able to make that decision. Instead, you've chosen to travel the country, calling people like Jonathan Isaac and others, myself included, flat earthers. We find that very insulting. Goes against the science. Are you a doctor or a medical doctor?
1: I've worked uh, over 30 um, years
0: on health policy. So
2: you're, you're not a medical doctor. Do you have <laughs> a science degree, and yet you travel the country, calling people flat earthers who have had COVID, looked at studies of millions of people and made their own personal decision that their immunity they naturally acquired is sufficient. But you presume somehow to tell over a hundred million Americans who have survived COVID that we have no right to determine our own medical care. You alone are on high and you've made these decisions, a lawyer with no scientific background, no medical degree. This is an arrogance coupled with an authoritarianism that is unseemly and un-American. You, sir, are the one ignoring the science. The vast preponderance of scientific studies, dozens and dozens show robust, long-lasting immunity after COVID infection. Even the CDC does not recommend measles vaccine if you have measles immunity. The same was true for smallpox. But you ignore history and science, to shame the flat earthers, as you call them, you should be ashamed of yourself and apologize to the American people for being dishonest about naturally acquired immunity. You want more people to choose vaccination? So do I. You want to lessen vaccine hesitancy? So do I. You want to have that happen? Quit lying to people about naturally acquired immunity. Quit lording it over people, acting as if these people are deplorable and unwashed. Try persuasion instead of government cudgels. Try humility instead of arrogance. Try freedom instead of coercion. But most of all, try understanding that there's no more basic medical right than deciding what we inject into our bodies. Today, after hearing that millions of people in a study prove show without a doubt that there's a great deal of immunity from getting it naturally? Do you want to apologize to the 100 million Americans who suffered through COVID, survived, have immunity, and yet you want to hold them down and vaccinate them? Do you want to apologize for calling those people flat earthers?
1: Senator, I appreciate your question and appreciate that everyone has their opinion. Uh, We follow the facts and the science at HHS. We use the expertise of the medical professionals, the scientists at uh,
2: HHS to make decisions. Uh, It's a team effort, and we rely on what is on the ground showing us results. Except for the dozens and dozens of studies, in fact, most, if not all of the studies show robust immunity from getting the disease naturally. The CDC says if you've had measles and have immunity, you don't have to be vaccinated. The same was true of smallpox. You're selectively doing this because you want us to submit to your will. You have no scientific background, no scientific degrees, and yet you aren't really concerned about 100 million Americans who had the disease. You just want to tell us, do as you're told. That's what you're telling us. You want to mandate this on all of us. You're going to tell us if I have 100 employees, you're going to put me out of business with a $700,000 fine if I don't obey what you think is a science. Don't you understand that it's presumptuous for you to be in charge of all the science? Have you ever heard of a second opinion? I can't go to my doctor and ask my doctor's opinion. I mean, this is, is, is incredibly arrogant, combined with this authoritarian nature that you think, well, we'll just tell all of America to do what I say, and they better, or we'll find them, or put them in jail, or not let them go to school, or not let them travel. The science is against you on this. The science is clear. Naturally acquired immunity is as good as a vaccine. The Israel study actually showing it better. This isn't an argument against the vaccine, but it's an argument for letting people make a decision who already have immunity. You're not willing to consider natural immunity?
1: Senator, our team has reviewed every study that's out there on COVID, whether it's from Israel, from the U.S. or wherever else. They have used the facts that have been provided through the uh, rigorous research that's been done to reach a conclusion. 660,000 Americans and more have died because of COVID. We're trying to do everything we can to save as many as possible. We're using no, the you're facts. not. We're following the, no, science you're not. following the
2: law. Nobody's arguing the severity of this, but you are completely ignoring the science on natural immunity. So is Fauci. So is the whole group. You're just ignoring it because you want submission. You want everybody just to submit to your will, do as you're told, despite the evidence. The large body of scientific evidence that says naturally acquired immunity does work is an important part of how we're all going to recover from this. So is the vaccine. But when you add them together, we're at a much different place than if you ignore them. 100 million Americans, by conservative CDC estimates, have had the disease. 200 million or more now have been vaccinated. It's a good thing. Combined together, it's how the disease is. Nobody wants to get the disease. We're not advising anybody to get the disease. But if you were unlucky enough to get it, think of the nurses and doctors and orderlies who all bravely took care of COVID patients. There was no vaccine for a year and a half. They took care of people, risked their lives. They got it, survived. And now people like you are arrogant enough to say you can no longer work in the hospital because you've already had the disease. We're going to force you to take a vaccine that the science does not prove is better than naturally acquired. That's an arrogance that should be chastened.
1: Wow. Bravo, Rand. Bravo. Yeah.
0: Very well done. See, this is why also, I also appreciate what Rand Paul's done, but this is why that someone needs to be out there. You know, I don't know, man. I think uh, if I was grilling this idiot, this moron of a no, lawyer. He's a lawyer. He knows everything, folks. Lawyers know everything about health. They know everything about immunity and sciences. Lawyers know everything about the battlefield and diplomacy. Lawyers, lawyers, lawyers. A country run by lawyers. They know it all. Lawyers. What I would do, if you really want to punch this entire thing in the gut, if you really want to kick these bozos in the nuts, what you got to do is this. Now, if, if Senator Gorilla was out there and he was grilling this uh, this spineless cuck, I would say uh spineless cuck who is now trying to run for HHS uh, head guy. You have no science degree, you have no medical degree, and we that's well established. In other words, you don't know jack diddly about what you're talking about. But most importantly, and this is where the mistake that Rand made was, you know, do you just want you just want us to obey you and 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 listen to your edicts? No, 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 no. I would ask how much are the pharmaceutical companies paying you? How much is the farmer's? what are the patents that Fauci's invested in with the Koof jabs? That's what the, those are the questions that people need to ask. What are they paying you? What are the financial incentives? And why is the pharmaceutical industry heavily lobbying this to get this done? This is why you had the Pfizer CEO the other day. Yeah, in order for things to get back to normal. <laughs> more and more jabs, baby. Weekly jabs. You know, I have this dream, this this fantasy siege. And in this fantasy, this this daydream that I often think to myself, I have the CEO of Pfizer. I have people like Fauci, and Bill Gates, especially Bill Gates, and I have them all lined up in a wall, stripped naked except for boxer shorts. Then I have video cameras running, and the video cameras are uh, are, are 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 played live streamed throughout the world using multiple IP addresses that are constantly, you know, bouncing around so you can never really get a trace of where this location is. And then what I do is I come into the room, you know, dressed in a military outfit with a gorilla mask on with a a red beret, okay, that's... And then on this steel cart that I'm rolling into the room has hundreds of jab needles loaded with the jab concoction and what i do is i go then go ahead and proceed to inject every single one of these hundreds of needles loaded with the concoction in there made by Pfizer and Moderna and J&J and AstraZeneca whatever have you and i begin to go down the line of all these CEOs of the pharmaceutical companies who are forcing their people who are forcing the The citizens of the United States to take this. I'd go down the line from those guys to Bill Gates to Fauch to to, to to this HHS wannabe idiot, and I videotape them taking a hundred jabs all over their body, just injecting them, and leaving the needle, leaving the syringes in there. And as they're screaming, I'll just leave them there, and we'll videotape what happens in terms of side effects that they. That they exhibit within the next few hours, in the next few days, wouldn't that be fun? I mean, think now I would get a kick out of doing that. You know, that's just exciting to me. But alas, that's just a, a daydream. But the real question people should be asking is, what are the financial incentives being hoisted upon government? bureaucrats in order to push this through what are the studies that have been tainted swayed completely biased and doctored that only shows one modality into treating this entire thing and isn't it funny CJ? as i was saying with this rebranded horse pill they know the patent's out they're not gonna make any money on it so what are they doing they Taking the formulaic structure, maybe adding two to three, two or three things that are different to it, right? Maybe injecting, God knows what else, right? And they're repatenting it and putting it out there. Merck's doing it. Pfizer's working on one. They're very excited. Why are they very excited? Because they realize this whole jab thing ain't going to work. I remember when London Paul said about a couple months ago. He's like. You know the best thing the idiots in the West could do is come up with a vax pass. I mean like, that's the best you got. I mean it's not going to work. And he was right. The entire narrative is falling apart. In Switzerland they had a massive protest, millions spilling into the highway, millions, hundreds of thousands of people standing up everywhere saying no, this is not going to work. Number one, number two, if I'm an employer siege and I have a, a you know I have more than a hundred you know employees that work for me. Now nah, I got to go ahead and I got to enforce this stupid thing. Otherwise, I only get fined seven hundred thousand dollars. Well, let me ask you something, Mister Bureaucrat Man, Mister Government Man. Let me ask you something. What if a few of my handful of my employees are already had the coof, They recovered and they already have natural immunity. They don't need the jab. Shouldn't that be a discussion between them and their doctor? So I'm going to get penalized, even though my guys who's already gotten the coof already have natural immunity. Are probably better off than the are way better off, in my opinion, than the guys who already went ahead and got the jab. But these are conversations that are not happening. So the question becomes, what are they trying to push? And look at this whole entire pill thing. Pfizer was talking about developing a pill. Merck has a pill coming out. J and J's working on a pill. All of a sudden everybody's coming out with a pill. Why are they backpedaling on the pill, Siege? It's not working out, is it?
1: oh the pill their development pill huh there no nope.
0: you know I mean the, the 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 jab ain't working out quite so well right the news came as a welcome surprise to the public oh yeah it's a welcome surprise all right that although the coof cases are already waning in the US and hard economies in Asia the drug could create a real therapeutic advance that could dramatically decrease the risk of the coof if approved and as that it will be the drug will be first treatment for coof the drug will become the first treatment for cough, And I have to laugh at that. There are right now 229 peer-reviewed studies for HCQ. You guys can put together the uh, the uh, the meaning of that, HCQ, that acronym. You guys can put together what kind of drug I'm talking about. 229 peer-reviewed studies, recently done in 2020, that shows the efficacy of HCQ in the treatment of the cough. Now, I'm not even going to talk about the horse pill. The horse pill is Damn, awesomely effective. Tons of anecdotal research, tons of actual research, tons of clinical trials, tons of actual real world success by the millions. So, question to it. They know the things ain't going to work. The, the, the jabs. Mm. Some compared it to Tamiflu and that patients would take it within five days of the cough infection. Former FDA Director Scott Gottlieb told, <laughs> former FDA Scott Gottlieb, who also <laughs> happens to work for Pfizer, told the CNBC that the trial results are clearly profoundly positive, even though researchers decided to stop the trial early because the drug showed significant success, meaning it would be unethical to keep giving patients placebos. To test the drug, they needed to test more than 700 unvaxed people in a global study. The people were all considered to be in the high-risk category due to factors like age and other characteristics from their health profile. Per the results, seven percent of the volunteers in that group received the drug were hospitalized, uh, and none of them died, compared to 14 percent the rate of hospitalizations. According to Dr. Gottlieb, this is a phenomenal result, a profound game changer that we have an oral pill. That has this kind of effect on patients is incredible. <clears throat> They're going on and on about this pill. What the hell is this pill, right? Right. The Merck's pill efficacy was lower than that of monoclonal antibody treatments, which mimic antibodies. I'm guaranteeing you it's some sort of a, 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 a spin off of the horse pill or something similar to it. I wouldn't be surprised if it's some sort of a spin of, off of HCQ, CJ. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. CJ, I want you to share my screen real quick. Look at that, Siege. Wow! All the deaths reported to VARES by year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Houston, we have a problem. Pfizer, we have a problem. J and J, we have a problem. Moderna, we have a problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yesterday I had a story, CJ. It's a little bit off the beaten path here. Okay. I have a little bit of a story where we had a gentleman. Listen to this story. Okay. 19-year-old Ukrainian student gets the jab. Gets the Pfizer jab, the um, the Myrna, the Myrna injection, behind his family's back, dead seven hours later. Nineteen-year-old philosophy student is dead after defying his family's philosophical and religious objections. Mr. Vladimir Salo also, in in some accounts, received his first Pfizer Myrna. Injection on September 13th at about 2.30 p.m. local time, according to the Ukrainian Humanities Institute. Mr. Salo was a student there. His day continued as normal thereafter. He ate dinner in the student cafeteria at 6.30 p.m., then played board games with other students in the commons area. The situation quickly deteriorated from there. A high fever, and General malaise kicked in around 8 p.m. Okay. Mr. Salo collapsed and had a seizure at 8.15. Went into violent convulsions. University medical staff performed CPR as they waited for the ambulance to arrive. When the paramedics arrived at 8.45, they applied a portable ventilator for an hour in an attempt to save Mr. Salo's life, but he had no pulse by 9 p.m. Mr. Salo was pronounced dead shortly thereafter. He gets the jab. He's dead. Another guy, Mr. Double, double Jabber. A double jabber in California... 42 years of age has a whole entire social media profile yelling at people to go ahead and get the jabs right yelling at people and virtue signaling yes and he, of course he's he's of the rainbow mafia mindset right he's a he's a rainbow person so he's like yes Queen yes I got my double shots yes yes Queen yes. So he's out there, you know, he's got his leather poom-poom shorts on and walking down the street holding a rainbow sign saying that he's been double-shotted. And as soon as he got the second jab, within, uh, within a matter of hours or a day or two, the guy was gone. And again, the main culprit, it seemed, was pericarditis and blood clots. It is crazy. And now all of a sudden, more it, you see, you can run an algorithm on vars, right? And you can make the reporting such a pain in the ass, where it takes 30 minutes just to fill out the paperwork to get these uh, side effects by law, which have to be reported into VERS to not be reported. And you could run a magic multiplier within the algo itself that it will underreport VERS by a significant number. But there's a point where more and more of the significant number starts pouring in that even the magic multiplier that reduces the number that's appearing on VARES still continues to tick very high. There's a point where things reach critical mass, whether it's in protests or whether it's in bodies in the ground, where people begin to start looking at, hey, the hell's going on? The fact that they are producing pills is the fact that they are starting to pull back a little bit. They are concerned that their narrative is falling apart. They are concerned that their political henchmen, whom they have paid off, would not be able to complete their mission. They are concerned that the entire narrative is about to be blown wide open. We've had Spanish scientists come forward. They've made a, 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 a extremely strong case in the uh, verification of finding graphene oxide within some of the jabs. We've had Japanese scientists come forward and say there are steel, stainless steel components that were found in some of the jabs. And we've had the German scientists come forward and they're seeing literally some sort of structures floating around within the emulsion itself, in the jab there's resistance towards this that is mounting and rising Because some people, there's a great swath of people in the world that understand that once you give politicians a power like this they will never give it back they will never acquiesce this power It's like giving a kindergartner a shotgun, a psychotic kindergartner, a kindergartner that has no soul, no conscience, and is embodied by Lucifer himself. And that is the equivalent of the American politician, a kindergartner that is high off of sugar, right? Who's been drinking Coca-Cola and Pixie Sticks his entire day is has a shotgun, or an AK-47 in this regard, and is possessed by Satan himself. That right there is the American politician. My God, CJ, I just made a new analogy. There you go. And when you give a Cretan like that, a creature like that, a demoniac like that, this kind of power, they never acquiesce. They never give it up. Why would they? Why would they yeah. no uh, absolute fabulous
1: points, v. and tying back to what you mentioned in regards to the funding, right? The money, you know, follow the money. And you know I think Rand, like really, like they they shoved it too far v. they they went too far into overdrive. Like something that is so good that's supposed to help people shouldn't be jammed down our throats, right? Yeah. So so I think people are finally, even, even some of the, the people that were like, hey, you know, listen, we need to listen to these government experts, We are now, now starting to question to say, well, why is it? Why is not that we can't publicly discuss and debate these topics? Why is it that we're told to basically do the exact same thing that we've been doing for the course of now over a year and a half with little to no positive results in the terms of the direction, the way that we're managing this? And to break that down, and this uh, comes from the uh, Children's Health Defense uh, uh, site, which uh, also was deplatformed on YouTube, which most um, most people who are questioning the things are. We'll take this one down right away.
0: Yeah, we'll have. But to this, take this this one breaks
1: down. down. Yeah, we'll pull this one down. This one this sheet goes specifically over how this works. So, how does the FDA receive their money from vaccine makers? Before a vaccine is put on a vaccine schedule by the CDC, it has to be approved by the FDA. However, the FDA receives money from pharmaceutical companies in order to function. For example, the FDA budget for 2019 was $5.7 billion. About 55% or $3.1 billion of the FDA's budget was provided by the federal budget authorization. That means the remaining 45%, $2.6 billion, was paid for by industry user fees. The prescription drug user fee uh, was created by Congress in 1992 and authorized the FDA to collect fees from company companies that produce certain human drug and biological products. Now, again, quote unquote, this the, the virginity was lost in '92," said Dr. Uh, Jerry Avorn, a professor at Harvard Medical. Once you have the paying relationship, it creates a dynamic that's not a healthy one. According to an investigative report from ProPublica entitled, FDA Repays Industry by Rushing Risky Drugs to Market. In 2017, pharmaceutical companies paid 75%, $905 million of the agency's scientific review budgets for branded and generic drugs, compared to 27% in 1993. Industry also sways the FDA through a less direct financial route. Many of the physicians, caregivers, and other witnesses before the FDA advisory panels that evaluate drugs receive consulting fees, expense payments, or other remuneration from pharmaceutical companies. Uh, v. This just speaks volume in terms of the corruption. Now, this doesn't even this doesn't even include what we had mentioned in regards to some of the individuals who work within these agencies who are either, you know, getting kickbacks, getting funded, and this exposes the criminality of what we're witnessing. The fact that we have known thousands, I think 3,000 doctors plus who are using alternative treatments that, have, that, have, that are being shut down by the FDA, the NIH, being shut down by, uh, by the, uh, the retail pharmacy outlets of dispensing these drugs. We have no thing, these things that are working, but why don't they want them? Why don't they want them approved for use? Because there's no money to be made. These drugs are off patent. These drugs are, are dirt cheap. And what does that mean? That means that it cannot line the pockets of big pharma, politicians, and these corrupt individuals that c- continue to lead by authoritarian rule and try to jam these things down our throat. I'm, I'm witnessing firsthand right now, um, never exposed before. I I posted this morning, V, that like last year at this time period, even during the peak cycle when we were, you know, oh gosh, it's going everywhere. I very seldom through casual conversations, a very direct co- conversation. What I mean by direct is family members, friends, neighbors. Very rarely did I hear of someone having a, a, a COVID, a, a, the actual virus. And B, nowadays, I can't have a conversation without finding someone that does have it. Right. And then when, when I ask a question to dig a little deeper, which most of the time they know the explanation, I keep hearing this term being used. Breakthrough cases. It's a breakthrough case. It's breakthrough cases. So I isolated down. I, I talked to my wife last night and I said, let's talk about that. How many people have you shared with me that you directly are involved with? And I think of which it was a total of 10. 10 people that we know in, in direct uh, personal that we know. Yeah. Two, only two of those are unvaccinated. Eight of those are breakthrough cases of people that are vaccinated. So I posted that. On my on my social media page. And instantly I had one other person say, you know what, I have the exact same findings on my end of it. There is something that is so wrong. We need to hit a hard reset on the entire process. We need people to wake up to this. You have to understand these oligarchs, these people that are dictating this policy are in collusion with the media, with the the big tech companies to shut this thing down. And, and we need it. We need awakening by the masses to fight back this is because this is this is humanity that's at stake. B. This isn't. Yeah. You know, they're, they're planning on playing this out for the next 10 years. It, you know, COVID's not going anywhere. We're going to be dealing with this for the next several, several years.
0: Exactly. And, and like I said, the mentality of the bureaucrat is it's just what we do. Once they start a process, they can never stop a process unless the population rises up and puts an end to the process. Through mass disobedience. Otherwise, it's just gonna keep going. Yeah. Because again, you gotta understand when the when the mechanisms and the modalities have been put forward, then it's it's a run to failure. It's a run to failure at that point. It's the entire, well, if the oceans of the world were to dry up, we still keep building submarines kind of deal. Okay? It's the same thing. So this genie is not going back in the bottle. They're like what we've all been paid off. We've we've been prepping for this. We've been working on this for the last at least since 2017. We've been working on creating this 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 whole entire scamdemic. This whole scandemic. and this is why this is why again the problem with pro pro you know you know for profit medicine. This is the problem. Right. Think about it. We've gone to the point where pharmaceutical companies are gotten so damn big, so damn wealthy, so damn powerful they can. They can afford to hire lobbyists to create the very policies that, even in 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 the light of a "quote unquote" pandemic, it's not what's best for the people, but it's what it's what's best for the companies. It's what's best for the cartels. And if and it is a cartel. We don't have capitalism in this country. We have cartelism. Look at any sector you want, folks. It's always three to five companies, tops, that dominate every sector. Correct me if I'm wrong. Look at big tech. Three to five companies. Look at your automotive industry. Three to five companies. Look at telecom. Three to five companies. Look at health insurance. Three to five companies. Look at uh, pharmaceuticals. Three to five companies. Look at agriculture and food. Three to five companies. In every sector of American life, it's three to... look Look at mass media. Three to five companies. Like what, four or five companies that control mass media? And all these companies, they control everything. And then they give you the illusion of truth because you go in there, you see, uh, 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 you know, this brand and that brand at the grocery store. You're seeing a thousand different brands, but you don't realize those thousands of different brands that you're seeing at the supermarket is owned by three to four different companies. That's it. It's cartelism, and that only but, happens when you have crony capitalism. See, go ahead.
1: Yeah. No, and and then you stated the the data uh, from VERS the vaccine uh, yes. injury reporting self injuring. This was tweeted out, and I'll post this in the Discord group as well. This was tweeted out by uh, Dr. Malone. Everyone should be familiar yes. with Dr. Robert Malone by now. Right. So this, go ahead.
0: Okay. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. So so this is information. Uh, it's it's deemed whistleblower information. It, you know, potentially, you know, definitely could be. He tweeted out. So uh, in terms of of, of fact checking, uh, read through this last night. But this information is directly coming from. Uh, Uh, this attorney rents who I guess Thomas rents is his name, but he was able to get the actual data that's being collected through the Medicare tracking system. And the Medicare tracking system is basically tracks the data of what they received in terms of death, the things that are happening. And according to this data, this data that is reported again under the Medicare tracking system, it reveals V that 19,400 people Less than 80 years old have died within 14 days of receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. In addition wow. to that, 28,060. Uh, I have it up on the screen. It should be up on the screen. If yeah. you could here, I'll highlight it. Here we go. There we go. So the data from Medicare tracking system reveals that 19,400 people less than 80 years of old of age have died within 14 days of receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, 28,065 have died that are the age of 80 within 14 days of receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. The total number of American citizens that have died within 14 days of receiving the COVID-19 vaccine is 48,465, according to hard, hard, hard data revealed in the Medicare tracking system. So, and, and there's a video that's accompanied uh, with this, but then more alarming, this goes on to, be to point out what's happening in the hospitals as well. So within this data, if you look at the the course of, of, of recommended and, you know, mandated policies that the NIH that, that they pump out to the hospitals, to doctors saying, you you can't do this, but you have to do this. this. This whistleblower is actually stating within that data that's released by the Medicare tracking system, it's also stating people that were prescribed uh, the remdesivir. Also, the, the, the remdesivir data reveals that 7,960 people, beneficiaries, patients that were prescribed the remdesivir for COVID-19, 2,058 died, 25.9%. 46% of people died within 14 days of the remdesivir treatment. Now, is that saying that the drug is specifically doing this? But however, there's definitely serious adverse events that are being reported. 131 of 532 patients who received the remdesivir. So, V, this... And, and, and again, this just speaks volumes into, into what's happening and why our emergency rooms and the hospitals are being inundated because there's no proper protocol for home-based treatment. There's right. nothing. You have literally patients who are diagnosed as positive who remain at home. And again, I'm just using this snapshot based upon my information, who reach out to their doctors, no callbacks within one, Two, three, four business days. They're at home trying to figure things out. They're they're not feeling well. They do their own research online. What to do? I, you know, I'm seeing all this on the news, the history, whatever. What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Where do they end up? They go to the emergency room, V. They go to the emergency room. And, and this is what's being created. Is that, and and this was stated over a year ago, and we learned nothing about this. Is that in order for us to counter this effort of what's going on, long time ago, we should have, we should have deployed within each state. National mobilization teams to help people and treat this at home prior to people getting to the hospital. We never made any concentrate effort to people that are home based that are trying to get through this prior to any type of ER visit, any type of hospitalization. This this is so broken. Like we have the most stupid people yep. trying to manage a, our, our our process through this entire thing, and the and the wheels are falling off of it. V and people are finally starting to wake up and realize that we just need a massive hard reset on, on the entire program. We're strictly not doing enough to help people. And we're heading into the winter. We're heading into the point where people are going to be having their lowest vitamin D deficiencies coming up. We're getting to the point with peak stupidity regarding the mandates of who else to who all has to have this. And it's just kind of eerie V. It feels like to me, this is somewhat kind of orchestrated by design to create this
0: chaos. Yep. No, 100% man. Very well said. Very well said. And see, so that brings us to the end of the program. And, folks, this show will be taken down immediately as soon as we go offline. You will not find this on YouTube. Uh, this will be up on roguenews.com if you want to see it in its entirety because it is too controversial. It's too controversial.
1: Re- Real quick, V, um, hold tight on everyone on Harley. I, I have not heard back yet. Harley's always super busy. Yeah. Um, so, if we get it scheduled, great. If not, we will get it rescheduled as quickly as possible.
0: Sounds good. All right, folks. With that being said, we're over and out. Let's see, and we'll let you know. Uh, just keep your tabs around here. We'll, we'll uh, post uh, onto uh, Rogue if uh, Harley's going to be on. And With that being said, CJ, take it away.